Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 39. Oh no, wait, it's 40. <laughs> Flippin' Nora, five words in, already making a mistake. Welcome to episode number 40 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham. And today I want to ask you the question of, are you using Instagram as a tool or are you using Instagram as a measure of success? Now, this is something that I have been majorly experiencing in my life and my business over the last few weeks, and I know that I'm not the only one. It's something that I noticed showing up the moment that I stepped into this kind of small business Instagram world. And judging by the conversations that I've had with clients, friends, students recently, it seems a little bit in the air. And I think it's important we talk about it because from my experience, seeing Instagram as a measure of success and not putting it in its place and seeing it as that tool is incredibly detrimental. I believe it's detrimental to not only our experience and fulfillment as business owners, but it's also detrimental to our ability to build impactful and sustainable businesses. I'm gonna talk a little bit more within this episode about why I think it's detrimental and dig into that a little bit more. And I also wanna share a bit more about how at least I've walked myself through this and kind of put Instagram in its place and started to use it more as that tool rather than that measure of success. But before I get into that, I want to acknowledge how easy it is to get into this mindset. I know that for me, the moment I understood, oh, one of the biggest challenges that I'm facing right now stems from the fact that I am equating the success of my business with how my Instagram is doing in terms of how many views my stories are getting, how many likes that recent reel got, how many followers I lost that day. I'm gonna be honest, I felt silly. I was like, Alice, you have been doing this for too many years. You have walked too many people through this for you to be doing this yourself. And I have to say the second that we put shame on ourselves for feeling a certain thing or thinking a certain way, we make it really hard to actually understand where is that issue coming from and therefore what do we need to do to walk ourselves through it? I guess what I'm talking about here when I talk about Instagram being this measure of success is where we don't see it as a tool to build community, to serve people, to grow our businesses, to get ourselves out there, we begin to see it as a direct reflection of our business's success. And if you think about it like a bit of a Venn diagram, we've got one circle here, which is the quote unquote success of your Instagram. Now we all know success on Instagram is so much more than the stats, but I think when we're not walking ourselves through it, we immediately see that as follow account, story views, DMs, likes, comments. And then we have this other circle, which is the success of our businesses. Now, the success of our businesses is an incredibly unique and subjective thing because it completely depends on what your personal definition of success is and what for you is the driving force behind your business in terms of your why for you and your why for others. But despite how different those two circles are, at least in my experience, without you even really realizing it, they can begin to overlap and we can begin to look to the success of our Instagram to tell us and to determine how successful our businesses feel. And I know for me, that was a really subconscious thing that just began to happen. And I don't think we should feel bad or silly or guilty for slipping into this mindset because I think there's so many factors at play which encourage this way of thinking to happen. 
I mean, first and foremost, we live in a world that massively values the external portrayal of things, sometimes over the internal reality. We see it with social media and with influencers, how shiny you can make something look to those not participating can, I think, if you're not conscious about it, become as, if not more important than how it actually feels and how it actually is to experience it in the moment. And I'm going to be the first to put my hand up here and say that this is something that I do struggle with in my business. Of course, the reason that I run my business is for the impact that it has on other people and for the way that it fulfills me. But I can slip into a mindset where I begin to value not actually how my business is on the inside, you know, in terms of the impact that I'm having on clients, the experience that I'm giving to students, the culture that I'm building for my team, the way that I'm feeling as a business owner, I can begin to value how it looks to others and how shiny it seems on the same level, if not more than actually what is true. And I think for me, acknowledging that feels quite like, oh my gosh, that makes me a bad business owner. And that makes me really inauthentic and wrong. But I think when I reflect on that, I realize, hey, that's just the result of the world that we live in and the way that we can, if we're not conscious about it, begin to see social media. I'd also say one of the biggest reasons I notice it happening for me and also when I speak to clients about it is because in business, we have so many question marks. You know, we're always trying to work out, am I doing the right thing? Is this business sustainable? What's it gonna look like in six months time? And so often in business, we don't have the answers to those questions. There is not a manager telling us that we're doing a great job. There is not a cheat sheet, which is giving us the confidence and the security to tell us that we're gonna figure out that next step or we're gonna be at that next level of success in however many months time. And because we have those big questions, and I don't think our brains really like those big questions because they feel quite scary and they don't feel safe, we begin to look for evidence which either answers that question in a positive way and gives us what we wanna hear, or, and I think this is where this mindset becomes quite detrimental, tells us something that isn't actually true. I know that for me, a massive thing I've been experiencing over the last few months is uncertainty around the future of my business. You know, I never know how my business is gonna be in terms of clients, students, income in say three to six months time. That's never been the nature of my business. Now I can forecast things, I can predict things, but I don't have clients booked up for the next year. I don't have that instant security in place, which tells me that this business is gonna sustain its level of success. And obviously when I say success there, I really mean my definition of success it doesn't have to mean success for you. And so because I was really experiencing that question and that doubt, I was like, right, okay, let's look for some evidence. And instead of digging into the evidence, which is actually helpful, you know, the evidence of it has happened before, so it will happen again. The evidence of I am running my business in a strategic way and I have a plan which dictates how this business is gonna to get to that next level. Now, I wasn't listening to any of that evidence because that didn't feel instant, that didn't feel tangible, that didn't feel as kind of hard as I wanted it to. So instead I looked to the stats. I would go to my Instagram and be like, right, okay. So today I am questioning whether I can sustain the success of my business. Will that Instagram reel didn't really go down very well. You know, it got, a, it got a few hundred likes, less than I would have wanted it to. And even saying that out loud, I realized how ridiculous that sounds. But I was doing that to help me to either prove or disprove that doubt and that feeling that I was having. 
And I think this is something we experience at every stage of business. I think it's especially true if you're at the start of business or maybe you're in a stage where you're really pivoting or shifting. The nature of business is that you take action now for a result that you often don't see for weeks, months, years. It takes time for action to turn into result. And that waiting period between taking the action and waiting for the result can be really tough mentally. And I definitely have noticed in myself and people that I've worked with, it's in that waiting period where our brains can begin to look for evidence in the wrong places that tells us that we're doing the right thing because we don't yet have that end result, which is like the true evidence that tells us that we're doing that. Now, my like solution to that is that that's where strategic planning is so helpful because when you have a strategic plan and by strategic plan, I just mean a plan that is lining up with where you wanna be and intentional about how you're gonna get there. It gives you that sense of security. It doesn't give you definite confirmation that what you're doing is the right thing, but it gives you that bit of confidence of like, hey, the action that I am taking now, I know in my best ability, is gonna line up with that end result that I want. But I'll be the first to admit, even as someone who has strategic plans in every area of my business, I still find myself slipping into this mindset where actually that more instant, that more tangible evidence, like the number of Instagram likes that something got or the number of people that unfollowed me last week, that becomes what I search for in order to answer those questions that I'm facing. And I think the combination of those two factors, you know, firstly, the idea that the world and society encourages us to really overvalue how things look externally, and the idea that as business owners, we face so many question marks and uncertainties. So naturally search for evidence that either helps us to disprove or affirm whatever it is that we're exploring. This is a mindset that is incredibly easy to slip into. I know that when you hear it said out loud, and I'm experiencing this as I'm recording this episode, it sounds so obvious. Like, of course, there is not a direct and complete correlation between how a piece of content performed and how successful and impactful and sustainable my business is. But that doesn't mean to say it's not an easy way of thinking because of those factors I've talked about to begin to take on. I would say we often don't notice that we are seeing Instagram in this way and that we've slipped into this mindset until things are not going well in terms of Instagram. You know, when things are going great, actually this mindset feels pretty fun to have. I would say it's not a helpful mindset to have regardless of how your content is going. And we'll get into that in a second, but it doesn't necessarily feel wrong because you get a little bit addicted to the high, the dopamine, the affirmation that that positive evidence gives you. And hey, it's only feeling like a positive thing, right? When your success is directly correlated with your Instagram success, hey, when your Instagram success is good, then that mindset doesn't feel like a negative one. And I would definitely say for me, this is probably something that has been in my head to some degree for a while. I just didn't really notice it until things changed with my Instagram. And then I was like, oh, damn, there is something wrong here with how I'm seeing this. So I don't know where you're at whilst you're listening to this episode, not like physically where you're at, although I do love to always see and hear where you're tuning in. So let me know over on Instagram. Uh, but you might be listening to this and thinking like, Alice, you are speaking my language. This is me to a T, like that Venn diagram, the two aren't even separate circles. They feel like the same thing. Or maybe for you, it's like, yeah, I think there is a little bit of overlap there. Or maybe I do notice at certain 
times in my business, you know, maybe when I'm about to launch or maybe when I'm about to do a really scary thing, maybe when my content is doing really badly, like, oh, this is something that begins to show up. And I just want to acknowledge like, it is okay. You are not silly for thinking this way. You are not a bad business owner for slipping into this mindset to some degree. What I do think is important though, is that we think about what effect this has on our businesses and on ourselves so that we feel compelled to get rid of it. Because as I said, when things feel good, this doesn't necessarily feel like a bad mindset to have. But I would argue, regardless of how this mindset is affecting you, whether it's making you feel the highest of highs because your content is going great or the lowest of lows because it's maybe not, it's having the same negative effect either way. Because ultimately what this mindset encourages us to do is to massively focus on the wrong things. When you are equating the success of your business and how you feel about your business via how your content is being received and how shiny your business is looking externally, you can easily begin to value that over what actually matters. At the heart of an impactful and sustainable business, it's actually not a huge amount to do with how it looks externally. It's all about how it feels internally. It's about how clear your vision and your messaging is. It's about the experience that you give to your clients, your customers, your students. It's about the impact that you have and the difference that you make on people that engage with your business. It's about your systems and your processes and how they are streamlined to not only deliver a great experience to those interacting with your business, but also create a business which is as effective as possible. That's actually what makes up an impactful and a sustainable business. And if we begin to show up within our businesses with the end goal of how our content is received and how shiny things look externally in mind, we're gonna stop doing those things which actually matter. Now, I think it is important to acknowledge this mindset comes from a place of there being like a grain of truth within it. I get that. To a degree, the success of our content does play a role in the success of our businesses. Like I help people with their marketing strategy. That is not news to me. I'm not saying it doesn't matter at all. But what I am saying is that it's not the only thing that matters. And I think when it's the only thing that matters, we can actually build businesses which aren't rooted in impact and which aren't built sustainably. I would say there are so many different ways that this will show up for each of us. Maybe for you, it's that it stops you really showing up with your message and what you have to bring. Because maybe you start to do stuff in search of the stats. You know, I know on my Instagram platform, you can look at my content. Anytime I do a reel, which is funny and relatable and entertaining, it gets like three times the engagement of anything else. Now, if I let this mindset dictate the content that I create, I am not actually gonna build effective content for my business because great, the entertaining stuff, it connects you to me. It makes you remember me. It might be what you find me by, but it's not gonna be what makes you wanna work with me. What makes you wanna work with me is the expertise that I bring to my clients and my students. It's the perspective that I bring on the marketing and business strategy space. It's the transformation that I give to people that I work with. It's the values in the approach that I bring to my work. Those are the reasons why you would actually buy from me. And if I'm just chasing an Instagram that gives me that affirmation, 
I'm likely not gonna be creating that kind of content, which when partnered with the stuff that does get the good response and maybe does help me get my name out there, is then gonna be what builds that effective marketing strategy. On the lines of marketing strategy, I would, and this is a whole nother conversation within itself, also make the big point that Instagram is not a marketing strategy. Instagram is incredible. It is an amazing tool, but it is that. It is a tool that should fit in with a way wider online presence. If you are listing out, okay, what is my marketing strategy? And the only platform that you have is Instagram. I'm just gonna be honest, you're not building an online presence that is rooted in sustainability and you are not future-proofing the success of your business. Because what happens when Instagram changes? What happens when people interact with it in a different way? What happens when your business needs to pivot and shift and Instagram is no longer the platform that you wanna do that by? What happens when Instagram wants you to start creating reels and actually that doesn't suit your business type? I don't think this is ever a reason not to use the platform, but I think it's a very big reason to not only use that platform and to think about how we have that wider digital strategy that yes, Instagram plays an amazing role in, but is not solely Instagram. Another thing I'd say is that this mindset, and I speak this purely from experience, makes the process of running a business pretty volatile and tough. As I said, when the highs are high, the highs are high. All is good in the world. Things are going great. But when the lows are low, that's not a cute situation. And that is an incredibly hard roller coaster to be on with your business. Running a business already feels like a roller coaster of emotions. Like, hello, every single day, more challenges, more things to figure out, more barriers to push through. And that's without you getting on this roller coaster and going, look, how I feel about my business is gonna be directly linked to how my content goes down, which to a degree is not actually within my own control. I truly believe as business owners that when we enjoy the process of running our businesses and when we are feeling good, we show up better for our businesses. We have more of an impact. We're able to be more strategic. Now that's something that I've been on a huge journey with and you'll know that if you've listened to this podcast for a while, I haven't always understood that concept. I often thought it was quite selfish to think about your experience as a business owner, but now I'm like flipping egg. It is the central point and the most important thing before you worry about anything else. Because if you're not feeling good, you can't show up for your business, for your customers, for your clients, for your team, for your audience in the best way possible. And I'm speaking again, this from experience, when I was in like the worst part of this mindset of seeing Instagram as a measure of success, it was genuinely detrimental for me. I was struggling to sleep, I was struggling to eat, I was feeling sick. And don't get me wrong, there were more factors at play than just this mindset with Instagram. And that might sound a little bit dramatic for you to hear me say, but like that was the reality of it for me. And that not only made me miserable and unhappy, but it also limited how well I could show up for my business because I wasn't feeling 100% in the first place. So for me, it really comes down to those three factors. When we see Instagram in this way, first of all, it makes our experience as a business owner pretty emotionally volatile and often not very positive. Second of all, it doesn't help us to build businesses which are rooted in impact, where the highest thing that we value is how our businesses feel and are on the inside, not how they look and seem on the outside. And thirdly, I think it encourages us to build unsustainably, where we're searching for quick and instant wins 
over necessarily what is actually going to help us to build impactful and sustainable businesses in the long run. And those two points of impact and sustainability, they go hand in hand because ultimately a sustainable business is a business that fulfills the impact that it sets out to have. If you build a business which looks incredible on the outside and makes things look super shiny and super exciting and super impactful, but that's not true on the inside, there's going to be a sell-by date on that. Because pretty quickly, once people interact with the business, once they become a customer, a client, or a student, they are going to realize that that was all just this kind of shiny sticker on the outside, and that's not actually true on the inside. And then they're going to step away from that business. They're not going to recommend it to others. They're not going to stay a part of that community. And ultimately, it's your community of clients, of students, of customers. Like That is the impact of your business, is how content how happy, how fulfilled those people feel. And I guess it's marrying the two together, really, where we have businesses which internally are incredibly impactful and incredibly strong and are delivering on everything that we claim to deliver. And then all we do is think, how do we communicate that externally? And I guess this links back a little bit to what we were talking last episode about how your brand and your content and what you put out there is solely a reflection of what is actually true about the inside of your businesses. I guess that's the point I'm trying to get to here, where beginning to see Instagram as your measure of success and seeing Instagram as like a true and honest reflection of your business, I don't think encourages you to build a business in that way, where it is impact first, where you are thinking about the internals of the business first, and then you are creating content which helps you to reflect that and helps you to put that out there. Now, I don't think the conclusion of this conversation is don't use Instagram because I'll be the first to admit that for my business, Instagram has played a huge role in building the business that I have right now. If you want to utilize the platform, if it does feel like a fit for your audience, for your message, for your business, amazing. Let me encourage you to see it as a tool. What I mean by seeing Instagram as a tool is where you utilize its strengths, You clarify the role that it plays in your wider marketing strategy. You understand what the stats are telling you and don't let those stats depict exactly how you feel about your business as a whole. And then you leave it at that. It's about demoting the role that Instagram gets to play in how we feel about our businesses and allowing ourselves to utilize what it can bring and then leaving it there. And for me, there's three main things that this really comes down to, or I guess three ways that if you're resonating with this conversation, I'd encourage you to use in order to put Instagram in its place. I will say, I don't think this is a one-time thing. For me, I am always having to take it back to these truths and be like, right, let's put Instagram back in its place. You know, those two circles have begun to overlap again. Let's remind ourselves what's actually true. And that's okay. As we've already acknowledged, the spaces that we exist in, the society that we are within, encourages us to build this relationship with the platform. And it's an easy thing to slip into. So no matter where you're at in your kind of relationship with Instagram right now, I'd encourage you to think about how these three things might support you in putting it into its place and using it as that tool if it does feel like a fit for your business. First of all, I'd say know what you're using the platform for. The reason I think why a lot of the time Instagram gets this unnecessary promotion in what we allow it to indicate and what it means to us is because we don't actually clarify what it is and we don't give it boundaries to exist within. 
you want to feel really clear on what value is Instagram bringing for your business. Yes, the value of what your Instagram is bringing to other people is incredibly important. But first of all, what is it actually doing for your business? When you think about the buyer's journey that you nurture people through, when you look at your overall online presence and the other platforms that you've got going on, what role is Instagram playing within that? For you, is it a place where people first find you and then you move them on to another one of your platforms? Is it the place where you want the whole of your community to sit and then they find out about other things from that place? Is it somewhere where you really serve people with information and then maybe you sell within your email list? Clarifying the role that Instagram plays for your business and the value that it brings for you is only gonna help you to take action that is gonna actually give you that result. As I mentioned earlier, I can very easily get distracted with what I'm actually using Instagram for. For me and my business, the purpose of Instagram is for it to be this very easy, very accessible point where people can first find my business and then stay connected on an ongoing basis. Instagram is not the place where I have big conversations like this. It's why I've got other platforms in place. And by clarifying, okay, Instagram is maybe that, I don't wanna say more surface level, but it's the kind of short form content I'm giving snippets of this and documenting that, and I am keeping it quite personal, it allows me to then show up and create the content with that end goal in mind. Without that end goal in mind, I can begin to you know, see how other people are using Instagram or see what would get me the better stats and chase those things. When you know what you're using it for, you can put the blinkers on, take the right action for you, and therefore get the result that actually lines up with what you want. I know clients who, judging by their stats on Instagram, and they won't mind me saying this, you might look at it and go like, oh, well, they're not using Instagram very effectively. They could probably get more stats if they were to share that kind of content. But actually for them, the kind of content they're creating is fulfilling the role that they have clarified they want Instagram to play. And when you're clear on what role is it playing, and then you can measure its success against that rather than against, you know, is it fulfilling my whole business's success and whatever ridiculous things we try to make Instagram do, it's easier to just put it in its place and be like, right, it's doing that thing, I'm good to go. The next thing I'd say is to see the stats that you have on Instagram as indicators of how things are going, not measures of your whole business's success. One of the reasons why I think this mindset is so easy to slip into is because there's a grain of truth within this way of thinking. The solution to this can't just be, we completely ignore the stats. Now, to a degree, I think especially if you're in the early days, if you're pivoting, if you're trying something new, to a degree, I think you do want to ignore the stats because you've got to show up with consistency before you can expect the stats to give you the evidence or the result that you're wanting. But assuming that you're maybe not in that stage, the stats matter slightly. Like they do tell you something. They tell me how my content is being received. They tell me how many people are resonating with my message. They tell me how many people are connecting with my business. But what they're not telling me is how successful my business is as a whole. You get the difference between those two things. The stats are indicators of how things are going, of how we're doing at achieving that role and that purpose that we've defined, but they're not measures of our worth, of our identity, of our success as business owners. What really helps me with this is being super clear and always reminding myself of what really matters in this business. 
For me, the most important thing in my business is not how it looks on the outside, is not the numbers that are attached to my online presence. It's the impact that I have on my clients, on my students, on people that interact with the internals of my business, not the external. Now, the impact that my content has externally is an amazing thing still. I'm really grateful that I can provide that free content that serves and helps people, but that for me is a bit of an added extra. As I said, we don't wanna build these businesses where they look incredible externally, but when people get into them, there's not actually much going on because we've overvalued that external portrayal over the internal reality. Be super clear with yourself. What is the mission of your business? What does your business exist to do? What purpose drives it? And then measure your success by that. When you know what success actually means for you, you can in that moment when you're feeling upset that your Instagram didn't go down well and you're thinking that that therefore means you're rubbish at what you do and no one cares and your business is a failure, you can go, no, actually, okay, what is our measure of success? It is this. What evidence do we have, which is likely gonna be nothing to do with your Instagram stats, which tells me that that result is being met or that we are on track to doing that thing. Stats tell you something, but they don't tell you everything. And as I said, when we inflate what the stats tell us, we get focused on the completely wrong things because we start to show up in a way that is chasing stats. We can start to overvalue the outside of our business over the internal. And then we don't ultimately build businesses which have impact and have sustainability at their core. So second point, see stats as indicators, not measures. Know what really matters in your business and focus yourself on that. I know it doesn't feel as shiny, it doesn't feel as exciting, but ultimately that is what a great business has at its core. It has an experience for those interacting with it, which is meeting the mission that it sets out to do. And hey, great, let's build a shiny and great looking online presence in order to reflect that but let's not do that step first. Let's start with the internal and then let the external follow. The third point and final point that I would make to really put Instagram into its place, which links up with what I've said a couple of times around having other platforms, is to have other platforms that your business shows up on and build a marketing strategy that is wider than just Instagram. This is a whole nother conversation within itself around building a sustainable online presence. And maybe that's something I can dive into a little bit more. But for me, in the context of this conversation, this is really important because it gives you as a business owner more security when maybe things aren't feeling 100% with Instagram. The reality is, even if we put Instagram in its place and see it as a tool, it's still a little bit scary when the algorithm changes or our audience stop responding in the way that we would expect them to because our businesses are somewhat relying on this platform. So any change in this platform does cause a little bit of uncertainty and a little bit of fear and that's okay. And what's gonna help you in those moments when you're feeling a bit worried about it is knowing that that is not the only thing that your business is relying on for growth. I feel confident that if Instagram were to go down, if my content for some reason just stopped getting the response that it usually does, if people no longer wanted to see me on that platform, I would have this podcast. I would have my other podcast, Wish Be New. I would have my email community, The Midweek. I would have my YouTube subscribers who to be fair are very small, but small but mighty, eh? To still allow me to show up online, connect with my community and therefore grow my business. 
I would understandably be a little bit anxious all of the time if Instagram was the primary way that my business was connecting with people. And that is where I would always encourage you, think about how those other platforms can get involved. Think about having something long form in there. Think about having an email community. I mean, email for me would be the big no brainer. If you're gonna just add one into the mix, get yourself an email list because having that replication of your audience not only is amazing because then you get to show up with more content, speak to people in a different way, you know, connect with people more makes so much sense when you're thinking about moving people through the buyer's journey, but it really helps you with this sustainability arm. And I have found it really helps me when Instagram is taking a dip, not to let that make me massively worry about the future success and sustainability of my business. Cause I'm like, it's okay. If Instagram were to go down, I'd be sad. I'd mourn a little bit. And then I'd move on with my life because I've built an online presence that's rooted in that sustainability. So Instagram, are you seeing it as a tool or are you seeing it as a measure of success? I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts on this conversation. I think there's so much more detail I could go into here and every single kind of point in this episode is probably a whole nother conversation within itself. But yeah, I'd love to know how's your relationship with Instagram? Do you see it as that tool? Do you slip to a place where you see it as that measure of success? As I said, this isn't something that I think we tick the box of, achieve and do once. You've got to keep putting Instagram in its place. You've got to keep reminding yourself to use it as a tool to separate those two circles, how your business feels and how your Instagram is going. And ultimately, I believe the more we do that, the more our relationship with Instagram does feel a little bit more transactional and a little bit less emotional, the easier we find it to build an Instagram account, which is truly impactful for our businesses and ultimately build businesses that have sustainability and impact at their core. I will be back in your ears next Monday with another conversation. Do come and share with me over on Instagram, Alice underscore Benham. Let me know your thoughts on this, your feelings on this. I know this will be a bit of a hot topic, so I'm excited to hear what you think. I hope you have the best day. 